Hi, welcome to Improve Work Podcast. Here you'll find resources to level up your leadership role and create the team that you want. It's Daniela here. Feel free to ask me questions about uh, today's episode's topic. Also, if you'd like me to speak about a specific topic, let me know. You'll find my email address in the description of this episode. I hope you enjoy it and subscribe. Okay, let's get started. Hi, today we'll talk about uh, projection bias in the workplace and uh, how we can overcome it. Projecting our thoughts, beliefs, feelings or traits onto others can greatly influence how we perceive people and situations. And this tendency often leads us to form incorrect or misguided understandings of those we interact with and the circumstances we encounter. This bias can impact not only our personal lives, but also our professional environments. And uh, overcoming projection bias in the workplace will help uh, you ensure more accurate perceptions of the people you work with and uh, of the situations you encounter. In the workplace, this bias manifests in various ways, generating different consequences for employee relationships, decision-making processes, motivation, the work environment, and overall company culture. So what is projection bias? The projection bias is a cognitive bias that is produced by the assumption that other people are like us. It is the tendency to attribute our own feelings, thoughts, or traits to others. Projection bias is different from projection understood as a strategy to plan our future or to understand other people's perspectives. It is unconscious and can be seen as a defense mechanism that protects us from unpleasant or unwanted information about ourselves or about others. So let's explore some forms uh, that uh, projection bias can take at work and maybe you will recognize some of these forms uh, in your own uh, workplace. First of all, projection can be positive or negative and by this I mean that we can project our positive uh, traits, characteristics or thoughts to others or we can project our negative uh, thoughts, uh, beliefs or traits to others. First, let's see some uh, positive projections onto others. So, one example is uh, assuming that work colleagues are as honest and trustworthy as one perceives uh, oneself to be. And for example, this can make a person to share sensitive information without thinking that this will uh, be exposed. This person assumes that their work colleagues will handle sensitive information with the same level of confidentiality and integrity as they would. And uh, because of this, they do not take precautions or consider potential risks. Another example of positive projection projecting one's own motivation and dedication onto others, assuming they share the same work ethic. So this can lead to delegating important tasks or responsibility to a colleague, assuming that they will complete it diligently 
and with the same level of dedication and reliability as the person themselves. This assumption may lead to neglecting proper follow-up or oversight, may lead to poor performance or incomplete deliverables. And another example of positive projection, assuming that others are as talented and capable in a specific skill or area of expertise as oneself. Someone who believes this may, for example, delegate complex or specialized tasks without considering whether their colleagues have the necessary knowledge or experience to handle them effectively. This assumption can lead to inefficiencies, errors or delays if the assigned individuals lack the required expertise. Another possible consequence of this uh, assumption is uh, underestimating training or guidance needs. They assume that colleagues can quickly grasp concepts or execute tasks without sufficient support or instruction. Furthermore, if individuals assume that others possess the same level of skill and expertise as themselves, they may be less inclined to collaborate or share knowledge in their area of expertise. They might underestimate the value of collaborating or knowledge exchange, missing out on opportunities for innovation and growth. Let's see now some examples of negative projections. So, believing that others are as dishonest or untrustworthy as one perceives oneself to be. When individuals believe that others in the workplace are as dishonest as they perceive themselves to be, they may refrain from collaborating or sharing information. They may be reluctant to contribute uh, with ideas, provide feedback or engage in teamwork, assuming that their colleagues will exploit their contributions or use the information against them. Or they may justify their negative behavior such as constantly being late or using work time for personal matters with thoughts like others are also late or others frequently use working time for personal matters. Another example, assuming that others lack competence or skills in a particular area based on one's own shortcomings or limited perspective. As a result, they dismiss alternative viewpoints or ideas without giving them proper consideration. This assumption can lead to a narrow-minded approach, overlooking valuable insights and hindering innovative problem-solving. And also can lead to a reluctance to seek help or collaborate with colleagues who might possess the expertise they lack. Let's talk now about projection biases related to leadership. Projection bias can significantly impact a leader's ability to adapt their leadership style to the unique traits and needs of their employees. For instance, an employer who favors a directive leadership style may project their own approach onto all employees, disregarding the varying levels of experience and capabilities within the team. The employer assumes that this uh, approach will work with all his uh, or her employees, 
that all employees require the same level of direction and control, that employees are not capable of making decisions or contributing meaningfully to the decision-making process. An effective leader understands the importance of flexibility and tailoring their leadership approach to each individual, considering factors such as experience, skills, competencies, and the nature of the task assigned. Not recognizing and adapting their leadership styles to these differences, leaders limit the potential contribution of their employees and hinder their growth. You can learn more about the leadership styles in one of my previous blog posts. By persistently employing a directive leadership style when it is not necessary, the leader limits the professional development and potential growth of their employees. Let's explore now Projection biases related to decision process. So, for instance, an extrovert person who prefers direct communication and is expansive may perceive their more introvert co-workers, who tend to be more indirect and restrained in their communication, as lacking confidence or being indecisive. If this person happens to be the employer or the leader, they may undervalue the contributions of the introvert employee and overlook their unique strengths and abilities. This bias based on projection can hinder the employee's growth and limit their opportunities for leadership roles within the organization. So let's see the assumptions that are underneath this projection. One of the assumptions is that the extrovert style is ideal or is better than the introverted uh, co-worker style. Another one, the extroverted person assumes that their own direct and expansive communication style reflects confidence and decisiveness, and they assume that uh, the introverted co-worker's indirect and restrained communication style indicates a lack of confidence or indecisiveness. Another assumption, the extroverted person may assume that their own communication style and approach hold more value or are more effective, leading them to undervalue the contributions of the introverted co-workers. And another possible assumption, the extroverted person may assume that their preferred communication style is, uh, is better for effective leadership roles within the organization overlooking the potential leadership capabilities of introverted employees. Another example of projection bias related to decision process. So in the context of the hiring process, projection bias occurs when the person responsible for selecting candidates and making hiring decisions projects their own traits onto the applicants. They assume that if the candidates possess similar qualities to themselves, they will behave or achieve similar results. And embracing a broader perspective and considering the specific requirements of the organization can lead to a more inclusive and effective hiring process.
let's go further and uh, discuss about some uh, projection biases related to feedback. So a manager who excels in technical skills may project their bias onto employees, giving more positive feedback to those who possess similar technical abilities. This bias can overlook other valuable skills and contributions, such as interpersonal skills or creativity. Another example, a manager who tends to make quick decisions may project this bias onto employees, giving feedback that discourages throughout analysis or careful consideration. This bias can stifle critical thinking and discourage employees from taking the time to make informed decisions. Have you ever encountered these kinds of biases? Another example, a colleague who prefers written communication may project this bias onto others, giving feedback that undervalues the contributions of those who prefer face-to-face -face or verbal exchanges. This bias can hinder effective collaboration and overlook the benefits of diverse communication styles. And uh, a last example, a team member who values quality over quality may project this bias onto colleagues, giving feedback that emphasizes high output without considering the importance of attention to detail or quality standards. This bias can lead to a culture that values quantity at the expense of overall excellence. Other types of projection bias in the workplace could be overestimating how much your colleagues or clients will like your ideas or proposal without considering their needs or feedback, or assuming that co-workers or employees will prioritize the same task or goals as we do without clarifying their expectations or motivations. Or another type of bias, dismissing alternative solutions or opinions from others because they do not align with our own logic or experience. Okay, now that we explore multiple forms uh, that uh, projection biases can take in the workplace, let's uh, discuss about how we can overcome this type of projections in the workplace. And uh, let's look at some strategies that can help anyone to recognize and eliminate projection biases. So the first strategy is being aware of projection biases and its effects. Preventing projection biases begins with being aware of their existence and understanding their potential impact. This allows us to recognize the tendency to attribute our own thoughts, feelings, and characteristics onto others. We all can learn more about this type of cognitive bias through books, training materials, or similar resources. The more we know about it, the more prepared we'll be to identify and eliminate it. A second strategy is uh, seeking feedback from others who have different perspectives or experiences. So, preventing projection biases can be facilitated by actively seeking feedback from people who possess diverse perspectives, by inviting input from others with different backgrounds, roles, 
or expertise, we can gain valuable insights that uh, challenge our preconceived notions. This process encourages open dialogue, promotes a broader understanding of diverse viewpoints, and support an environment where multiple perspectives are valued. By intentionally seeking feedback from a diverse range of people, we can broaden our own understanding, enhance decision-making processes, and develop a more inclusive workplace. A third strategy is showing empathy. Preventing projection biases can be facilitated by cultivating empathy towards others. By actively practicing empathy, active listening, and placing ourselves in the shoes of others, we can develop a deeper understanding and appreciation for other people's perspectives, experiences, and emotions. And the fourth useful strategy is evaluating our decisions and using self-reflection. By consciously examining our thoughts and assumptions, we can become more aware of the potential for projections in our thinking and decision-making processes. Taking the time for self-reflection allows us to critically assess our own perspectives, challenge ingrained biases, and consider alternative viewpoints. Let's talk now about another aspect of projection bias at work, and this is how it can be used by others in our disadvantage. So, have you ever encountered an employee who always says yes to everything their boss says? This type of employee strives to be well-liked by their boss and agrees with nearly everything that is mentioned. They are using this bias to gain favor and take advantage of it. And in reality, they may actually disagree with their boss's decisions or way of thinking, but choose not to express it. And this behavior can be extended to interactions with co-workers as well. This person may agree with two opposite perspectives or decisions belonging to two colleagues, creating the impression that he supports both. If you wish to expose this person's false behavior, you can ask him or her to provide arguments for why he agrees with your perspective or decision. Alternatively, you can express an idea that you know is incorrect and observe if he supports it. What uh, it will be more helpful is to encourage your employees to express diverse ideas and to explain their perspectives. This will uh, demonstrate that you value quality, contribution, and promote uh, open and transparent communication. Okay, this was all for today. I hope this is helpful for you. So let's make a short recap. We talk about what is projection bias, what forms projection bias can take at work, and we and we explore multiple examples. We talked about how we can overcome projection biases and how projection bias can be used by others in our disadvantage.
Let me know what are your thoughts about this episode. If you have questions, I'll be happy to answer them. Just email me. You have my email address in the description of this episode. Subscribe if you like this episode. Also, check the improved work resources that are specified in this episode description and try them. Okay, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.